Today's new Dharm Daf Mem Beis, and we're by the Mishnah on the top of Mem Beis Amud Aleph. Says the Mishnah, Hamudar Hana Mechaver. Someone who's a Mudar Hana from his friends. So the Allah is like this. Lifneishvius, before Shemitah comes around where all your payrus in your field are going to be hefker, so if it's not shviyas yet, obviously you're not allowed to have an off from him, so you're not allowed to go into his field, and you can't even eat from the fruits that are hanging over his field on Tarisha Sarabim, because at the end of the day, they're still his payrus, and you would be benefiting him from him, which is not allowed. Uvashviyas, however, and if you made the nether against him, that you won't have any enough from him on Shvius itself, when these pairs don't belong to him, but rather on Shemitah, his pairs are Hefker, you can't go into his field, that's going to become clarified later in the Gemara, why you can't go into his field, if technically his field is also Hefker, but he can eat from the pairs that's hanging over outside the field, why? Because the pairs are Hefker, they're not his during Shvius. What if you only made another against him, that he's not going to have Hanaas Meichel, Hanaa from him, but all other types of anah, he is allowed to have from him. So the Allah is like this, If it's before Shviyas, when this man still owns his fruits, they're not half yet, so he could go into the field, because he only made another, he won't have any hana from Michael, but walking into the field, that's Tam Drisa Sarega, which is going to be Mutter. But obviously he can't eat the pears, because it's not Shviyas, and they are not half they belong to this guy, and that would be Hanas Michael. But if he made this nether again on Shviyas, and again, it's going to become clear in the Gemara, what does it mean? It doesn't mean that Shvius came around while the nether was already made, or this is a case where he made the nether on Shvius. We're going to see the maskana, it's where he made the nether on Shvius. He can come into the field and he can eat them. Why? Because he only made a nether, he made a nether against this guy. He won't have enough from this man. And since it's Hefker during Shvius, you're not having enough from him. Says the Gemara, Rav and Shmuel Rav and Shmuel both said like this, and we're assuming at this point in the Gemara that they're explaining the Mishnah. If someone says that these nechasim are asur bahana to you, if he said that before shviyas, before the actual shemitah year, then this man who's a mudrahana, he's not allowed to go into this guy's field because he's not allowed to have an from him. And he also can't eat from the fruit hanging over. And the halacha is af al Rav and Shmuel says. Even when Shvius comes around, he can't eat from those nightis. He can't eat from those fruits or go into his field because when he made the nether, he made the nether during Shvius. Sorry, he made the nether before Shvius. And he was able to asser that person, let's say Ruvain was able to asser Shimon on his property and on all his things. He was not allowed to have any honor from him. And therefore, even when Shvius comes around that the fruits go out of Ruvain's Rishos, and now you're going to tell me they're Hefker, it doesn't matter. Because since they became Asr to him, they don't become Mutzr to him. That's the way Rav and Shmuel explains it. That Afal even though Shvius comes, he's still not even going to allow, be allowed to eat the fruits, which technically are Hefker now. But if in Bishvius not there, however, Rav and Shmuel says, that if he made this nether on Shvius itself, he made the nether against the guy on Shvius itself, then Allah has the sex today, he's not allowed to go into his field, he can't go into his field because he can't have enough from him. And as we're going to explain, later in the Gemara, same problem we had in the Mishnah, that why isn't he allowed to go into his field if his field technically is also Hefker? So we're going to see that. But he can't go into his field, but he can eat from the nighties. He, he can eat from the hanging over fruit because he made this nether during Shvius that he can't have any anah from him. During Shvius, these pears do not belong to the Bailam because they're Hefker. It's during Shemitah, it's during Shvius, and therefore he is allowed to eat from the nighties. So basically, what Rav Shmuel just said is if he made the nether before Shvius, and we're assuming right now that they're trying to fit that in with the Mishnah, they're explaining that what our Mishnah went, meant, meant is that if he made the nether before Shvius, that this person can't have any anah 
from him, then even when Shmias rolls around, he's still going to be usher to eat those fruits. Even though technically they're hefker now, since he made them usher before Shmias, they stay usher even during Shmias. They say like this. They both say, If he says, My nechasim are usher to you, if he said that before Shmias, then then he can't go into his field, obviously, and he can't eat from any of his fruits, even that are hanging over, because he can't have any enough from him. But he gets Shvius. But if Shvius came, then Ener and the Sechzadeu. Then since he made the nether before Shvius, then and Shvius rolls around. Now when Shvius rolls around, all his payers become hefker; they're not his anymore, and therefore still not let it go into the field. As we said, we're going to explain later. But now he is able to eat the fruits that are hanging over onto Rishus Rabbim, and the reason for that is because now they're hefker. And I don't care that he made a nether before Shvius, saying you can't have any enough from him. These payers don't belong to him anymore, so it's not considered having enough from him if you take these payers. So basically, the, and we're assuming also Rebbech and Rish Lakish were explaining the Mishnah at this point. We're going to come out not. But basically, Rebbech and Rish Lakish are arguing on Rav Shmuel that Rav Shmuel said that the way to understand the Mishnah, or at least we're understanding that right now, but Rav Shmuel basically said that if he made the nether against this guy, he he made the nether before Shvius, even when Shvius comes around, the Paris are still going to be usher. Even though they went out of this guy's Rishos, and technically they're not his, so why can't you eat those Paris? You're not having enough from him. No, he made them usher to you while they were his, so they remain usher. That's what Rav Shmuel said. And Rish Lakish said no. Damir Chavaya, they both said no. In that type of case, even in that case, when he made the nether before Shvius, so obviously he's not going to be able to eat the pears before Shvius because they still belong to the Bailem. But when Shmit rolls around and the pears become Hefker, so even though the nether was made before Shvius and he was talking about those pears, it doesn't matter. Those pears do not belong to the Bailem anymore. They're Hefker and therefore he is allowed to eat those pears. Says the like this. Let's say that maybe Rav and Shmuel and Rebbe and Rish maybe this is what they're arguing about. The Rav and Shmuel, Sabi, Rav and Shmuel both hold Adam Oyser Dover Shemir Shusai Afilu Lekeshe Mir Shusai. Rav and Shmuel both hold that a person is able to answer something on someone else, something that's in his own Rishus right now, and he's able to answer it even for the future when it's not going to be in his Rishus anymore. They clearly say that, right? Because we see clearly from Rav and Shmuel that they hold that this person's able to make these fruits usher to the other person while they're in his Rishos, and they remain usher to that other person even once they leave this man's Rishos, even once they become Hafkar. So why don't... So maybe this is what they're arguing about. Rav and hold that a person is able to make something usher that's in his Rishos that he owns, and it remains usher to that person. He has the power to make it remain usher to that other per- person even when it leaves his Rishos. They hold that since they hold that if he made the nether before Shviyas, that as soon as Shvius rolls around, the Paris are out of his Rishos, and therefore he becomes mutter to eat those Paris that are hanging over. So that's probably because they hold that that a person cannot answer something even that he owns. You can't answer it for the future when you don't own it anymore. As soon as you don't own it, it's going to be mutter to that person. Says the Gemara Is that logical to say that that's the Chilak? You, you can't say that that's the Machlag is between Rav and Shmuel versus Rabbi Yechanan Shlokish, because because can you really, you really think that there even is someone who says that, there is someone who holds, there's a mandamer that says that a person's not able to ask her something in his own Rishos for the future. Everyone holds that you can ask her something as long as it's in your Rishos now, and you can ask her it even for the future when it's not going to be in your Rishos anymore. How do we see that? Because first of all, if Rav Yoichanon, Rish Lakish, hold that when he says these Nechasim, 
Meaning he says, Nechasim Elu. He doesn't say my Nechasim, as opposed to that, as opposed to Nechasai, my Nechasim, he says, Nechasim Elu. These Nechasim. So if Rabbi Echanan and Reish Lakish hold that when he says Nechasim Elu, these Nechasim, which is a lot more general, because if you say my Nechasim are Asr to you, that's Mashma only while I own them. But if you say Nechasim Elu are Asr to you, these Nechasim, it's Mashma forever. These Nechasim, whether I own them or not, are going to be Asr to you. But do you have the power to make these Nechasim Asr to you, even when you don't own them anymore? So basically, what we're trying to say is that everyone's going to have to hold that a person is able to ask for something on someone else, even when it doesn't belong to him anymore. You can't say that that's machik between Rav Shmuel and, and Rabbi Yechon Reish Why? Because if Rabbi Yechon Reish hold that when he says these nechasim, nechasim elu, referring to generally these nechasim, still, you're going to tell me that when they leave his rishus, they won't be usher. If you're going to tell me that's true, then for sure when he says nechasai, if you're going to tell me that case, Rabbi Yechon Reish Lakish are going to tell you that they're going to be mutter when he leaves or that, that when they leave his shows, then obviously that would be true when he says my nechasim are asr to you because when he says my nechasim are asr to you when they leave his shows, they're not his nechasim anymore so it's not even true and he never made the nether against it it's not even his shows, it's for sure not asr so why would Rabbi Yechon Reish Lakish say their case by nechasai if if you're saying that that's the machlekes whether they're generally that they're generally arguing whether you can make something asr to someone in the future even when you don't own it anymore, so say a bigger chiddush. Why didn't they argue by, the, by a case of nechasim elu of these nechasim, which would have taught me a way bigger chiddush? And we see, we see that they said a case of nechasai, my nechasim. So obviously you can't say that it's the machlekes between Rebbech and Reish Lakish. And really everyone's going to hold that there is a possibility where you could ask for something on everyone, even when you don't own it anymore. Meaning you owned it once, and you can ask for this item now to someone else, even though even for the time when you're not going to own it anymore. Vesus says the Gemara. And furthermore, hotnan. I have a Mishnah that shows you. That this concept is not true. Everyone's going to have to agree, as we're about to see from this Mishnah, everyone's, everyone's going to have to agree that there is a time and there is a concept where you're able to ask for something on someone else, even for the future where you're not going to own it any, anymore. What's the Mishnah? We have a raya to this idea that a person's that he has the power to ask for something that he owns, even for the future when he's not going to own it anymore. Where, where is that? Mishnah did Tanan. We have a Mishnah. A person says to his son, You are not, he makes a nether. You are not allowed to have Hana from me, Mace, and he dies. So the Allah is your shadow. He yarshins him. However, if the father added in and he said, You can't have Hana from me while I'm alive, while I'm alive, and also after I die. If the father said that, then the halacha is in Mace. If the father dies, he does not yarshin him because the father was able to keep these nechasim that he owns currently usher to his son, he was able to keep them usher to him even after he dies. Now, after they, after he dies, there's no bigger out of his rishus than that. He's not even alive anymore. Obviously, they're not, they're not in the rishus, the rishus of the father. And we see still he had the power to make these nechasim usher to his son. So we see it's a clear Mishnah. Everyone's going to have to agree that there are some cases where a person is able to make something usher, a specific item, even if he is not, even if even for when it's not going to be in his rishus anymore. Says the Gemara, no. About that Mishnah and you brought me two questions. The second one was arrived from Mishnah. That rise not such a rise because Shani Yochah the Kamar Lebechayv of It's different over there because it was very, very clear. It was very clear about that situation. And he said explicitly, even when they leave my Rishos, even after I die, they're going to be usher to you. So in that situation, everyone's going to agree. Yeah, it's a Mishnah. When he's very, very clear about it, it's going to stay usher. But that's not a riot to a case, even when he says, Nechasim Elu, these Nechasim. And he wasn't so clear about it when he leaves my Rishos. He stopped said, these Nechasim should be usher to you. So do they remain usher to him after he 
after he after leaves leaves his rishus or not says the gemara so we don't have the right from the mishnah it's still a kasha in the end of the day because the first question we ask the first question stands that if it's true that that's the machlekes and the reish hold that a person can never ask for something, an item on someone else, for when it leaves his Roshos, then they should have argued by a greater Kiddush. They should have argued by the case where he says, Nechasim Elu. And tell me, even in that case, they agree. And they say, even in that case, that it's not going to remain Asr. But we see from the fact that they said, they're Allah by Nechasim, my Nechasim, it seems that they would agree in the case of Nechasim Elu. When you're generalizing and you say these Nechasim, it seems that they would agree by these Nechasim that it will remain Asr even after you own it. Says the Gemara, Allah by Nechasim Elu Really? We'll tell you like this. When he says Nechasim Elu, that these Nechasim, he doesn't say my Nechasim, because my Nechasim is mashma. when they're not mine anymore, they're mutter to you. He says these Nechasim, these Nechasim are, are Asr to you, and it seems that they should always be Asr. So Everyone agrees. Everyone agrees. Rab Shmuel Everyone agrees that when he says these nechasim, they remain usher. Keep pligi. Where are they arguing? Benechasai. When he says my nechasim are usher to you. Rab Shmuel Savri Leishlo Nechasim Elu Leishlo Nechas Nechsei Adam Nechsei Adam. Awesome. Rav and Shmuel both hold that it doesn't matter what he says. Even if he says Nechasai, it's going to remain Asr Adam Asr. It's going to be Asr. Rav and they hold Sabri Nechasim Elu Adam Aiser. Nechasai in Adam Aiser. No, it's only going to remain Asr after it leaves his Roshos if he says Nechasim Elu. These Nechasim. But if he says Nechasai, my Nechasim, Rav Shalkish are going to tell you over there, he only said my Nechasim are Asr to you. Mashma, when they leave my Roshos, they're not going to be Asr to you. And therefore, the only time they will remain usher to you, even when they leave his rishos, is going to be when he says specifically nechasim elu, and that's the machleka. Says the Gemara, though I'm not happy with it because according to what you just said, according Rav and Shmuel hold, there's no difference between if he said my nechasim are to you and these nechasim are to you. But is that true? Is there such a madamer? Someone could say that there's no difference between nechasim elu and nechasai. I have a first mishnah that's mashma not that way. The mishnah says someone says to his friend. He makes a net there, a koinam that I am not coming into your house. And I am not going to buy your field. Mace. So let's say the owner of the house or the owner of the field died now. So he said specifically, I'm making a nether against coming into your house and coming into your field, buying your field. What if the owner of the field died and it's not, hit it, not, it's, and it's not his anymore? Or he sold it to someone else and therefore someone else owns this house. He, again, he made the nether against that guy's house. Your house I'm not coming into, but now it's not his house anymore. So, or he sold it to someone else. Mutter. It's mutter to have an offer from it because again he said your house so we clearly see already there's a difference but the mission continues and says if he didn't make the nether against your house but rather he made the nether against this house I'm making a nether I won't enter this house or I'm making a nether I won't buy this sade. so there the halacha is even if he dies and it belongs to someone else now or he sold it it's still going to be Asr why? because he made a nether specifically about this thing so obviously we see from this mission that there's a difference whether you make another about someone's item specifically or the item specifically. If you say your item, so we clearly see from the Mishnah, you're only answering it to yourself when it's his item. But if it leaves his Roshos, it's not going to be answered to you. But if you say this item, it's Mashmi, you're answering this item to yourself no matter whose Roshos it's in. And therefore, we clearly see from the Mishnah there's a difference. So how could you tell me that Pshat in the Machlech says that Ram and Shmuel hold there's no difference between my 
nechasim or these nechasim. We see clearly from our Mishnah there is a difference. You can't tell me that's Pshat in the Machlekes. Says the Gemara, Ella, really, I'll tell you, Ki Amri Rechonerish bin Nechasai. Rav Shmuel, bin Nechasim Elu, Veloi Pligi. Really, I'll just tell you that in Echadami, you thought that Rav Shmuel and Rechonerish Lakish were both coming to argue about what the Mishnah meant. No Shaykhis at all. Really, Rav and Shmuel were, were specifically talking about a case where or rather, let's just start with Rebbech and Rishlakish, because that's the order of the Gemara over here. Kiyamri Rebbech and Rishlakish bin Nechasai. Rebbech and Rishlakish only said what they said when he says Nechasai. And Rav and Shmuel only said their din when he says Nechasim Elu. Meaning Rebbech and Rishlakish only said that it stayed, that it becomes mutter after it leaves his Rishos, because he said, my Nechasim. Mashmah, when it's not my Nechasim anymore, it's going to be mutter. Okay, so that's why they said that. But... Rav and Shmuel that said it's going to stay usher. We're talking about a case when he said nechasim elu these nechasim. So again, he specified these nechasim. So it doesn't matter whose rishus it's in, and therefore it becomes, it therefore it remains usher because he says nechasim elu these nechasim. So you're always going to be usher to these nechasim no matter whose rishus it's in. Vilay pligi, and they're not arguing at all. They're pasha talking about different cases. They're not arguing about the mishnah vilay pligi. They're arguing about different cases, and therefore they taka agree. They were just talking about different cases, but they would agree to each other in a chanami. If you pair them up and you ask Rav and Shmuel what would they what they would say in Rebbech and Rishakish's case, and if you ask Rebbech and Rishakish what would they say in Rav and Shmuel's case, they would both agree in Shalom Aliso. Said the Mishnah with Shvius, if men another against him on Shvius, so the Mudar Anah is in Yer Lusechzadeu. He cannot go down into his field to get the fruits, but he would be able to get the fruits that are leading over the property because those are Hefker. So I asked the Gemara the question we were waiting for. Why is he allowed to eat from the fruits that are hanging over the pear? We understand that because it's Shvius, it's Shmita, and therefore the pears are Hefker. They don't belong to the guy, so he's not having enough from him when he takes them. But the land also is Hefker. The land also is Shmita. The land is also Hefker. It's Shna Shmita, which makes the land just like the pears Hefker. So why can't he walk into the land? Ula explains because we're talking about a case where there's trees on the border of the field with the fruits hanging over. So basically, there's no need. He doesn't need to go into the field. So if there's no necessary, if there's no necessity to go into the field in order to get the pears that far, we're not going to let him do. We're not going to let him stop going to the field to if he doesn't have to go into the field because the field and the end of the day is shaykh to this person that he is mudra anafram. Rishon says, and we had this a few days ago, but this was what we were quoting: Gezeira Shema Yishba It's a gezeira that he might stay there. And you're right; he's going to enter. And when he enters to get the fruit, he's going to enter Beheter because he's allowed to go because it's Hefker in order to get the fruits for Shemitah. But we make a Gzeira that he's not even allowed to walk in because he might stay there and he might end up overstaying his time in the field and it will come to a point where he's not doing it for Shemitah anymore and then he's going to be benefiting from this guy and he's going to be getting Anah, which is Asr because he is a Mudra Anah. Those are two reasons why he cannot go into the field. Says the Mishnah Lenu. Someone who is a Mudra Anah from his friend. So Ruven makes another that Shimon can't have enough from him, or Shimon makes another for himself. He's not going to have any enough from Reuben. Either way, he's not allowed to lend him anything. He can't lend from him anything. He shouldn't lend him money. And he shouldn't lend from him money. Also, he can't buy anything. He can't sell anything to him, and he can't buy anything from him. Says the Gemara. I understand why he can't why he can't lend him money to come anyway, because he's giving him a no, and this person is a mudra no from him. Why can't he borrow from him? Again, he is not allowed to give this person a no, so I understand why he can't lend this person money, but what's he benefiting him for him if he borrows from him? 
So says the Gemara, And either way, maybe I could tell you that I could find the case that I could even understand why he can't borrow from him and he can't buy from him the Gemesani Mine. Because neither day I could tell you that there is a little bit of anah. Because maybe we could tell you we're talking about a case where he borrowed money with coins that were a little bit outdated a little bit out of use and he's going to pay back with newer coins so maybe he's getting a little bit of an over there also with a mecca maybe he maybe he bought something from him that was a little bit hard to sell so i cannot even understand maybe maybe that's not such a kasha because i could i could understand what type of hanoi would be getting in that case but borrowing from him my commissioning what is he getting what is he getting enough from him what is he giving him enough he borrows from him he's going to give him back the same product he's not giving him any anoa so Amr, he explains, another Anachanami, you're right. We're talking about a case where they were neither enough from each other. They both are Asr Rav from each other. So obviously he's not allowed to borrow anything from him. Abayam, Rabbi said, Gezeira Lishol Mishum Lehashil. The Gezeira is that he can't borrow because he might come to lend. And this person's not allowed to enough from him. So obviously he's not allowed to lend. So it's really a Gezeira. Don't borrow from him because if you borrow from him, you might end up lending to him because that's how things work. V'chein Michul Gezeira. And the same thing applies to every case in the, all the cases we explained. The Mekach, the, the sale, and also the Halva. It's all Gezeira because if he does it one way, they might do it the other way, and the other way, the person is not allowed to have enough from him.